0: Here we go, ready, set, hi, this is Endeavor, (laughs) I'm Paige, I'm Jess, and welcome, we're glad you're here today, and we have an exciting episode planned today, I don't know why I'm so excited about this, Jess, I feel like I shouldn't be excited.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You're so excited, and I'm regretting ever coming up with this idea. (laughs)
0: I know, like, my, on, on my notes I have in big print, why am I excited? <laughs> <laughs> Our episode today, uh, we wanted to bring some laughs, and we wanted to bring some joy, and we're going to do that by maybe embarrassing ourselves a little or a
1: lot. I was inspired to pitch this idea to Paige after listening to a recent episode of Dear Hank and John, where they talk a lot about embarrassment. I I thought it was a really interesting concept. Like, why do we get so embarrassed about certain things? Mm-hmm. Because they, they made the point that... When we're embarrassed about something, sometimes we just think that the other people who witnessed it or the other people who were there are just constantly thinking about that time where you embarrassed yourself, <laughs> uh-huh. where in reality, nobody, nobody's thinking about that. Most people don't even remember it. Right. And it's just you that remembers it. Yeah. So why, why do we get so embarrassed?
0: <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, I have so much to talk about. I'm just fascinated and so excited, but I'm going to start us off with a quote. Are you ready, Jess? I'm ready. This quote is great. This is by Ted Loader. He says, when you learn to laugh at yourself, you are free. Aww. And I really like that, and (laughs) I feel like it's so true. When you learn to just not take yourself so seriously, it's such a, a freeing feeling.
1: And then your embarrassing stories no longer have hold over you.
0: Exactly. And you can, I, this is what I want to talk about. I feel like there was a point in my life where I kind of turned a corner and I was just, I almost reveled in my embarrassing moments.
1: <laughs> they I were don't know just, if I'd go that far, but that's, that's nice.
0: <laughs> they make such great stories. I feel like there's definitely a timeline when it comes to embarrassing moments. Like there's, when you're in it, which is horrifying, (laughs) or can be (laughs) horrifying. And then there's shortly thereafter where you can't stop thinking about it. But then I feel like you some at some point, at least for me, I get to a point where I'm just like, this is a great story. And then I'm just excited to share it with people. And I feel like that comes from having a self-deprecating sense of humor. I don't take myself very seriously, and I have these moments a lot, so.
1: (laughs) I take myself a lot less seriously than I used to, so there's some growth for you. Mm -hmm.
0: I think it's so important to be able to laugh at yourself. I think it's good to show people that you don't take yourself seriously, because I feel like they can be more genuine with you, because they know that you're not going to judge them, because they don't judge themselves. Does that make sense?
1: That's a very good point. Mm-hmm. This is a side note that you can cut out if you want. Okay. But in The Sims 4. <laughs> Everything <you're- laughs> has to do with The Sims. Look, that's, that's my your life right <laughs> now. That is your life, life right Okay. In The Sims 4, your Sims can die of embarrassment. (gasps) So they have emotions. So everything that happens to them basically gives them a point on a certain emotion. So if they get too many points on embarrassment, they die. Wow.
0: That
1: is harsh. (laughs) That's extreme. So if they, like, pee themselves in public... And then have an awkward conversation. They could die? And then get walked in on in the restroom. They can (laughs) die. (laughs) So we are a lot better off than our Sims are.
0: I wonder if that's ever happened. If that's like a medical condition, though. If anyone has actually died of embarrassment.
1: Do you think that's possible? (laughs) Now I'm curious. I don't know. I feel like anything's possible at this point. (laughs) Oh, wow. Well, that took a dark turn. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Well, hopefully neither Jess nor I will die of embarrassment
1: during this episode. No.
0: (laughs) Well, I want to bring up, first of all, before we go into our stories, what makes something embarrassing? I have uh, three categories, Jess.
1: Okay, give them to
0: me. Okay, my first one is something that makes me look clumsy or something that makes me look weak. That's category number one.
1: Okay, I would agree
0: with those. Number two, this is the one I think I'm guilty of the most, but I had a hard time coming up with examples because I think it happens a lot. <laughs> so I just can't keep track of them. It's when I don't know something that I should know.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, even like anytime you try to think of a word and you can't think of the right word, mm-hmm. and you're like, why can't I think of this word?
0: <laughs> or I think this is one of like a category for me is when I'm using a word that I've thought my entire life meant something but it doesn't (laughs) and I use it how I think it's meant and it's totally wrong
1: (laughs) yep I've experienced that that's the worst I've I've (laughs) I've been on the explaining end of that one for you
0: (laughs) yes you have
1: (laughs) are you gonna tell that story kind of I have it written down
0: please do okay (laughs) okay great great great
1: it's funny my 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 favorite embarrassing stories aren't mine to tell (laughs) it's like other it's like things that happen to other people that are embarrassing that I feel I feel for them for but they're just so funny
0: (laughs) Well, I give you permission to share these stories with anyone, Jess. And I think that's the beauty of it. Like this quote, like it's freeing and it brings people joy and it makes us all seem connected and relatable because a million other people would be like, yeah, I've been in that exact same spot and I hate to confess it. But when someone else does, it makes me feel better. And my third category is when I offend someone accidentally. I hate that.
1: Okay. You know what I mean? I I agree. I don't know. I that's because I wouldn't have thought of that as an an embarrassment. Really? I mean I, I I can see I can see what you mean and I do I guess I would consider that to be embarrassing but
0: Mm hmm. Now do you have anything generalized to add to that list? My three?
1: For me it's just any time that I do something or say something that makes other people think less of me for some reason. Aw, yeah and i think that can be found in all of my <laughs> examples. I
0: think you're right if it's if anyone passes a judgment on you that you think is unfair.
1: Even if it's just like, oh, why does she say that? That was a stupid thing to say or that was a silly thing to say. Like mm-hmm. even if it's not, you know, wow, what a terrible person she is. Yeah. Even if it's just hey, why 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 is she so silly? <laughs> oh. What like what a silly mistake. Right.
0: Um, I wanted to say, so when you're embarrassed, Jess, when you're in the moment, what is your physical reaction? Because I think it's interesting how I can have a mindset where I'm like, I want to be genuine and laugh at myself. But if I'm being embarrassed, my body reacts in a way that I can't control. Like (laughs) my face will get so red. I sometimes I'll get like kind of shaky and like, you know what
1: I mean? Yeah, for me, I can just feel the blood rushing to my face yes. and my neck and just, like, I, I know that I just turned so red. Yep. And there is no hiding. <laughs> <laughs> there is no hiding from there.
0: Yes, agreed.
1: Why does that happen? Like, on a biological standpoint, why do our faces turn red? Like, why does the blood rush to our heads maybe it's because your
0: brain isn't working so it's like send all the blood to your brain make it work your brain is like emergency
1: I just did something terrible we need oxygen we need blood we need everything all the reinforcements (laughs) you gotta think
0: (laughs) Uh, I know I don't know if I want to share this but I know for me if I'm about to get embarrassed or like if I have to do something that I know might be embarrassing I have to pee a lot
1: <laughs> Wait, what what do you what how, what kind of thing are you referring to where you're anticipating being embarrassed other than like I can see like maybe saying a speech that's, or something. That's that's what
0: I'm thinking of like public okay. speaking. Yeah.
1: Well, that's just nerves. I don't know that that's anticipation of being embarrassed.
0: I think it is.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we had a talent
0: show at my job like a couple weeks ago and I was so nervous right beforehand, but I feel like it was because I anticipated being embarrassed. And when I was done, I felt extremely embarrassed because I didn't think it went very well. And <laughs> I tried to sing and play the guitar and it just it, it wasn't great. <laughs> so when I like walked away, I was beet red. I was shaky and I I was full of embarrassment. Oh. But but it's so funny cuz then shortly thereafter I was fine, but, like, the initial moment, I could not control physically what was happening. Like, my mind was telling me, it's okay, it doesn't really matter, these people love you, like, they, they're they here for you, like, there's no need to be embarrassed, but I couldn't control it. <laughs> <laughs> I embarrass myself a lot, <laughs> <laughs> so I, I was able to come up with, like, a top ten list, and I, I have no shame, so... <laughs> I am fine with sharing these, and I think I have something interesting to say about each of these, which I hope you can comment on, Jess.
1: Yeah, I have, I have a, a like a life lesson <laughs> with each of mine, too. Okay. But I, I think it's interesting that I could only come up with a couple of moment, embarrassing moments that I thought were worthy enough to actually tell as a story Mm -hmm. which surprised me because I thought I was a pretty embarrassing person (laughs) yeah (laughs) but uh, I guess I guess my most embarrassing stories are more like just little moments that haunt me Mm -hmm. but I don't know how many of them are actually interesting for people (laughs) to listen to but I did I did come up with a few
0: okay so my (laughs) number 10 my least embarrassing story of the 10 that I could come up with was from a long time ago and I kind of wanted to tell this for my grandma because she loves this story (laughs) so everyone knows on this podcast by now that I love dogs and I wanted to be a dog basically when I was a kid so in elementary school out at recess I got a detention because I pretended to pee on a tree like a dog (laughs) You
1: have told me this story.
0: <laughs> and, I mean, okay, I wanted to tell this because I wasn't embarrassed about the act of being on a tree like a dog. I was embarrassed that I got into trouble for it. Now that I'm much older, I'm strangely proud of this story. Because <laughs> <laughs> I felt like such a rebel, and I think it's really funny, and I love that my grandma finds it hilarious, so... <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's my least embarrassing story on my list.
1: <laughs> I think that's funny that you were embarrassed that you got in trouble. So the the whole situation wasn't embarrassing until somebody else thought it was wrong. Yes.
0: Yep. Mhm.
1: Therefore, somebody else thought you were thought less of you when this happened.
0: My friends were playing puppies with me, like we were all pretending to be dogs, but I was the only one who took the initiative to pretend to pee on the tree. (laughs) But like I had support around me, but you're right, it wasn't until an adult came over and pretty much reprimanded me and I felt like I was doing something wrong that I felt embarrassed. My next one is real fast. I threw up on the bus. In elementary school, I saw a meme about this the other day. It was like, does anyone remember that time in elementary school where everyone just threw up at random?
1: <laughs> I don't know if it's you. It's like ha- that time we were, you know, a couple, like a month or two ago when we were out at the market. Yeah. And that kid just randomly threw up in the hall.
0: Yeah, it was exactly <laughs> like that. I was on the bus and I just threw up just out of the blue. <laughs> But the thing that made this more embarrassing was there was a kid sitting next to me who was sleeping and I kind of got some throw up on him and I had to, (laughs) I had to like wake him up and I was like, hey, I threw up on you. (laughs) Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. (laughs) So, and like, you probably didn't experience this in uh, homeschooling, Jess, but there was like a procedure when kids threw up on the bus. Like, the bus driver would get somebody in the front, usually like an older kid, to grab some sawdust, and they would walk to the throw up, and they would just like chuck some sawdust all over the... Uh. (laughs) And then we would just like (laughs) sit there and wait till we got to the school to do anything about it. Yeah, it was gross, but that was just something that happens to, like, every kid, basically, at some point.
1: We should should have put a trigger warning at the top of this episode, because I don't know how many people are squeamish out there, but one of my stories has something to do with me just being squeamish. Okay, well, here's here's one of my <laughs> embarrassing stories. And I kind of forgot about this story until somewhat recently. You know, wouldn't you know it, you all of a sudden just remember an embarrassing moment. And now it's gonna haunt continue to haunt you. <laughs> so I was a strange child and a stranger teenager. And I'm just I'm, a, I'm just a strange person. So for no reason at all, I think this was in middle school. One day, I decided to write a poem. And this poem was about soup. (laughs) (laughs) And it was something. (laughs) I think I still have it, but I'm not going to recite it right now. It was just something like. (laughs) 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 It was just something like. I like soup. Soup is good. If. I could give you some. I would, so, you know, so something like that. Well, one day, uh, I thought it would be a great idea to ask my junior high speech teacher at our homeschool co-op if I could recite my poem to the class. Oh Which, no. I, first of all, I don't know how I, how or why I ever did this because I was not that type of kid. Like speeches, I I hated them. So why would I volunteer? To get up and read this stupid poem to my class. (laughs) It's so unlike me, but I remember I asked her if I could recite it and she was like, sure. So I remember reciting the poem and I can't quite remember the audience's response, but I think it was praise. Like, I think that they were clapping. Like, I think they loved it. Uh Uh-huh. So I don't recall being embarrassed at the time, but thinking about it now, it's almost like feeling secondhand embarrassment for my past self. Ah. So I think that's really interesting how sometimes we do things that we don't find embarrassing at the time, but when you look back on it, it just eats you up.
0: Yes, that is so interesting, Jess. Why did my teacher let me do this? <laughs> and that's so perfect because that goes exactly with my next story. That's so funny I wish that you could recite that poem to me someday
1: (laughs) Hold on, let me see if I can find it Oh my word, I have it (gasps) Yes!
0: Please, please, Jess (laughs) Everyone, this is the second recitation of Jess's
1: incredible award-winning poem Okay, the date on this is February 9th, 2006 Aww!
0: (laughs) What a good year. (laughs) Oh, gosh. I can't believe I'm about to read this. Please, Jess, please. (laughs) I'm here for you. I support you 100%.
1: (laughs) I wish I could remember why I wrote this. Okay, this says soup. Here we go. I like soup. Soup is good. If I could eat it for breakfast, I would. (laughs) Soup is good. Soup is great! I can't even read this! I'm just (laughs) dying! Keep going!
0: I want to know what happens!
1: And the best part is, you use a bowl instead of a plate. Soup is awesome. Soup is neat. Oops, I dropped some on my feet. I like soup. Soup is good. If you've never had some, you should. The
0: end. That, that's adorable. <laughs> you know, that's cute. I, I don't see why that's embarrassing. I think that's That's cute creative. for a
1: six-year-old, but for a 12 or 13-year-old? I don't know.
0: <laughs> I, I don't know. I respect that. I think it's adorable.
1: So I don't know I don't know what my young self was thinking, but <laughs> I wasn't embarrassed at that time. And mm-hmm. now it's just, I look back on it, I'm like, really? <laughs> And then there are times this isn't this is these are just little mentions. I don't know if I would count them as stories. But then there are times when you're embarrassed at the time, but you're not anymore. Right. So I remember there being a time I think I I was younger than five because I was this was at a church that my family went to. We went to this little Mennonite church for like the first five or so years of my life. And I remember two times where I was embarrassed during church where one time I came back from the bathroom and I started walking into the wrong pew And then there was another time where I was eating Cheerios or something or eating Cheerios and like playing on the seat. Like it's like during it's like during the sermon and I'm playing because, you know, that's what kids do. Then nobody's going to no kid is going to sit there still the whole time. Oh, yeah. So I and I remember I don't know what he said, but the pastor said something in reference to me because I guess maybe I was being loud. He made a joke or something. And those two instances, like, stick out in my mind to this day, even though I was younger than five. Mm -hmm. I don't really feel embarrassed about them anymore because I was a kid. Like, they're simple mistakes. Right. But at the time, they must have been embarrassing enough for me to still remember them to this day.
0: Huh. Wow. Okay. Do you want me to share my next story that has to go along with your soup story? Yes, go for it. (laughs) Okay. So, along with your poem, how you thought it was a great idea at the time, but you have (laughs) secondhand embarrassment. This uh, is the same type of thing. (sighs) And unfortunately, I was older than middle school. (laughs) (laughs) I think I was a sophomore in high school when this happened. It was right around this time of year. It was about April. It was around Easter time. And I was with my friends at my friend's house. And We wanted, we were bored, and we needed something to do, which is when a lot of embarrassing things happen
1: when you're in high school. I think everybody can relate.
0: So my friend was a huge fan of Taylor Lautner, so she had a Taylor Lautner cardboard cutout. And it was around Easter, so we decided it was brilliant for us to dress up her Taylor Lautner cutout as the Easter Bunny and hand out plastic eggs around her neighborhood. (laughs) So we put the bunny ears on him and a little bow tie and put a sign on him that said, Happy Easter. And we walked around her neighborhood and knocked on people's doors and gave them an Easter egg. And I think this was like a week after Easter. Like it wasn't exactly on Easter. Like it was a weird time. To be doing
1: this, <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say this doesn't seem like an embarrassing story to me.
0: Really, cause no, <laughs> at the at the time we thought it was brilliant and hilarious, but looking back, especially looking at the pictures that we took, I am highly embarrassed. <laughs> okay, <laughs> but again, like that's like you. We thought it was brilliant and great, and we had weird reactions from people when we knocked <laughs> on their doors with a Taylor Lautner Easter bunny. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I I feel a little bit of embarrassment about it now, but again, it's a great story. The pictures are ridiculous, and I I kind of treasure those stupid moments, so.
1: Yeah, I call that retrospective embarrassment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so my next one, I also, I have very little memory. I really only clearly remember the actual embarrassing moment, So I don't remember a lot of context. But sometimes you just say the wrong thing. Yeah. So at a, at a high school youth group, winter retreat one December of years past, we had a guest worship leader and his wife there. So they were staying with us for the weekend. One meal, I was sitting at this worship leader's table with, you know, some other st- students and I don't remember, but there was some sort of discussion or joke that involved him, like looking at me.
0: Uh-huh.
1: And later that evening, several of us were hanging out by the fireplace. And again, I don't remember what the discussion was, but he said something to me, and I said, "So that's why you were staring at me." And the group just erupted into laughter because they they took what I said completely out of context. Uh-huh. That. Uh, I don't remember the original context, but they were basically taking it like, oh, so you're flirting with me. You're staring at me at dinner. And I think his wife was sitting right there so that like everybody thought it was hilarious. Uh huh. But like, you know, what I said and again, I wish I could remember the original context because without the original context, you can't understand why I said what I said. Mm -hmm. But whatever I said was like not out of the ordinary, but everyone else took it a completely different direction. So this embarrassing moment is not my fault, <laughs> <That's so laughs> and yet interesting. It, it has stuck in my mind.
0: But it's—it sounds like the people around you thought you were like a comedic genius. That you—that you, that you were—you were trying to make a joke, but you weren't. I was not
1: that person in high school. <laughs> I was not the popular comedian, uh, class clown type. I was the shy kid. So I think that maybe people just didn't expect me to say that. Mm-hmm. It was very unexpected to hear Jess say this. Uh-huh. So it just caught everyone by surprise. I don't. I don't know what happened, but <laughs> it haunts me to this day. <laughs> <laughs> Aww. Okay,
0: so my next story is interesting because it came right around a point where I think I was making that turning point between being just confident in who I was and not really caring what people thought about me, and I feel like this incident actually really helped spark that. So, it was a Halloween, I was in college, and I was under the impression that everyone was dressing up to go to class. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So... I was really excited. I put a lot of work into my costume. And so I went to college dressed as Anna from Frozen. I had a little... This is s- on Halloween? This is on Halloween, yes. Okay. Um, I had... I put a lot of work into my outfit I like hand painted the top I had a dress I had little boots and I had a stuffed animal of Sven that I was carrying around I braided my hair I put freckles on my face like I went pretty hardcore (laughs) um and then I get to school and no one is dressed up like I think I saw one person dressed up, and they weren't in any of my classes, so I was pretty much alone, <laughs> dressed up as Anna, like, pretty unmistakably Anna, walking around our college campus.
1: I, I feel for you, but I also think that, I mean, you made the right decision. If you have the opportunity to dress up and go to school in a costume, I think that's fun. Everybody else is just a loser. <laughs>
0: But would you feel embarrassed if you were the only one dressed up as, like, a Disney character? Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So...
1: That's why I'm saying I feel for you, but I also think, like, that shouldn't have to be an embarrassing moment.
0: Well, okay, but the story's not over because... Oh. For most most (laughs) of the day, I felt extremely embarrassed and... I didn't really know what to do with myself, but I was so happy and proud of like what what I came up with in this costume that I just was like, whatever.
1: And did you get any comments from
0: people? I, I did. I got a lot of comments from people. <laughs> um, Some people who were kind of rude and others who were extremely supportive. And then I got... This is what the turning point was, because our college had like a social media app or something, some sort of app. And... I started, like, trending on this app <laughs> or something. I didn't have it. My roommate did. But she told me that she saw, like, a post or something about me that was, like, trending. And it was, like, someone said, has anyone seen Anna walking around campus? I want to be this person's best friend.
1: Oh, that that <laughs> redeems everything. It
0: did. It warmed my heart. And I was, like, oh, my gosh. Like. I I did something special, (laughs) like, it was really, it was really nice, and, yeah, it, it made me feel good about my decision,
1: and, um, And yet this still ranks as, what, number six of your most embarrassing stories?
0: Yeah, because I think just going through that whole day, like, I wasn't confident the whole day, like, and especially for people who didn't understand who I was, like, (laughs) some people were like, are you Heidi? or are you dorothy like what are you doing <laughs> so the people who didn't get it i was very i was embarrassed that they didn't understand what i was trying to portray and i was embarrassed that i was the only one doing this okay but like the moments where everything lined up and people understood that i was anna and it was halloween then <laughs> that was like a nice little boost but there was definitely moments throughout the day where i just i felt ridiculous <laughs> yeah okay This story, my next story... um, What number are we at now? Number five? uh, Number six for me. Okay. Okay. So (laughs) this story has to go with kind of an endeavor that I tried a while ago. Um, I wanted to try a new hobby, so I took some karate lessons with a friend. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) And she encouraged me to do this, so I was going to try doing some karate... And I was not very good, but I was trying really hard. And there was a guy from my school who was one of the helpers or instructors there. And he wasn't a cool kid, but he was like one of those kids that you just didn't want to look like a loser in front of, I guess. Okay. Um, he was very smart, I guess. So that's why I just, I didn't want to look stupid because I'm sure that he thought I was an idiot. And he definitely <laughs> thought so after this moment. <laughs> So, I was supposed to be doing a form in karate, which is when you do, like, a bunch of moves in a certain way, and it's supposed to look like something. And he told me to do it in the shape of an eye. So, I was doing these kicks and things in the shape of an eye, which I took as an eyeball. So I was trying and it didn't make sense with the moves. So it was very difficult to do. So I was trying to go in a circle doing these kicks and punches and things and he was looking at me like I was just an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> and he he said he's like, "What are you doing?" And I was like, "I'm I'm moving in the shape of an eye." And he's like, "Do you know what the letter I looks like?" <laughs> and I- <laughs> and i just felt like such an idiot cuz i was not doing the letter i i was doing an eyeball and <laughs> so that was a moment where i just i didn't have the knowledge i guess or i just was completely on a different page than someone else and i just felt really stupid <laughs> and i felt extra stupid cuz i know he's very smart and already thinks i'm stupid so i just did you explain to him what you thought what I don't think meant? I don't think I did. I think I just. I feel like that makes it worse. I know like you never <laughs> explained. <laughs> I don't think I did because he just looked at me like I was just so small and so stupid. So I was just oh. like, well, whatever. And then I shortly thereafter quit karate. <laughs> <laughs> I think you know, and that happens in high school. I think if I would try that again, I think I would be a little more able to laugh at myself and just continue to try. Yeah, because I I think it's important to try new hobbies because, of course, you're not going to be good when you first try something and you're going to potentially embarrass yourself trying to do something that you don't know how to do. And Mm -hmm. he just had no sympathy. (laughs) And I think you need to expect that there might be those people who are knowledgeable in something and they know you're not, and they're going to kind of rub that in your face or just feel superior and you're going to feel stupid. And that's what happened.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That reminds me, I don't have this written down, but that, that reminds me of the time we were at archery. And I was struggling with... I guess I was struggling with getting my anchor in the right place. Like mm-hmm. my, my hand on my face. And if, you, if you're not familiar with archery. And it's been a while since I did this. So I don't even know <laughs> <laughs> if I'm going to explain this right anymore. But when you pull your hand back uh, with, the, with the string, you're supposed to put your hand on your face in the right in the right spot before letting go and shooting the arrow. And for whatever reason... I mean, I still don't think this was my fault. I was getting different instruction from multiple different people. All the instructors have their own style, so they were all giving me different pointers. And I just was not getting it where some of them wanted me to get it. So there was like, there were three of them crowded around me at one point, while all these other people are just doing fine, apparently. So it was embarrassing for me Mm -hmm. to look like I didn't know what I was doing. But really, I mean we've since learned basically that it doesn't everybody has their own style like just Mm -hmm. because you can't you can't figure it out one way doesn't mean you can't do it another so that (laughs) reminds me of of that time where I was embarrassed in front of an instructor Mm -hmm. for something
0: yeah yeah and I think like I said I think starting a new hobby that's bound to happen and like, I'm, I'm sad that I gave up on karate because I, I mean, there was other reasons, but I gave up because I just felt like I was so bad at it. And I was embarrassed that I didn't know the knowledge fast enough, or I wasn't getting it as fast as I should. And I, I feel like now I could do better with just having confidence that I'll get it eventually, or that it doesn't matter what they think, I'm doing the best I can.
1: I think your story makes a great point for our endeavor podcasts and anyone who is going on the endeavor with us it's it's important to take opportunities to try new things and experience new things even though walking into something that you're unfamiliar with you're at a bigger risk for embarrassing yourself mm-hmm. and sometimes that's just a price you have to pay mm-hmm. to experience something great right
0: exactly and so i <laughs> Like I've been saying, it can lead to great stories. Like, I wouldn't have all of these embarrassing moments if I didn't put myself out there in a lot of ways. And I think same with you, Jess. Like, both of our, a lot of our stories are instances where we put ourselves out there and whether or not it went well or not. It doesn't really matter. We might have learned a lesson. And it makes a great story. (laughs) (laughs) And I love collecting these. These moments as I, I get older and I learn and I think it's great to look back and collect these moments and I don't know that's I, I was so excited about this episode Jess
1: and <laughs> and it can and it can be tough it can be really tough to look at your embarrassing moments as a positive thing mm-hmm. but if you can manage to look on your embarrassing moments as good stories to tell mm-hmm. I think it
0: builds your confidence because you know that that's the worst that can happen, more or less. Right. <laughs> I know our, our big thing is the worst that you can happen is you die. But <laughs> <laughs> it's also the worst that can happen is you're embarrassed or people misjudge you. And I think having a confidence in who you are, like I know who I am as a person. So if someone misjudges me, thinks that I'm stupid or clumsy or whatever – I know who I am, so if I know that and I'm confident in that, then I have no need to fear of what's going to happen with other people and how they think.
1: And sometimes that's not an easy mindset to adopt, and it's something you kind of have to work on. Mm -hmm. I think it really improves something in yourself when you don't let your embarrassing moments have any control over you or how you feel. Mm
0: -hmm. Right, and that's exactly the quote that I said at the very beginning, when you learn to laugh at yourself, you are free. And it's, I think that's so true, because these moments can weigh you down. And I've, I've been in instances where an embarrassing moment has weighed on me, or, you know, caused me stress or grief (laughs) for too long. And there comes a time where you just have to let it go. And I think that's when it transitions into this is a great story. And I think that's what people should strive for, perhaps. But like you said, it's Mm -hmm. not easy to get there.
1: So it's another endeavor to embark upon.
0: Yep. Well, we are clearly not done.
1: (laughs) (laughs) This has taken us longer to talk about than we anticipated. So we are going to cut this episode in half and we will tell the rest of our embarrassing stories, which... I'm assuming, are our most embarrassing stories because, Paige, you ranked yours. I did. so it's <laughs> And I kind of get... <laughs> saved my most embarrassing for last. So yeah, we've got more stories to come, more, hopefully, laughs to come. And uh, we hope you enjoy these. If you feel so led to share any of your embarrassing stories with us. No pressure. Go for it. <laughs> <laughs> at, at Endeavor Podcast on Instagram or Endeavor Podcast at gmail.com. You can ask us to share it for you anonymously, or Mm -hmm. if you don't want us to share it, we will honor that.
0: Yeah, and don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and also leave us a rating or a review if you like what you hear. And remember, you can always send us suggestions or give us feedback. We love to hear from you guys, so keep it coming and we will keep rolling out these embarrassing stories.
1: All right. In honor of my soup poem, the challenge for this week is to read some poetry and find one that describes you, represents your essence, or otherwise resonates with you. And if you can't find one, write one. Nice. Excellent. My
0: challenge, can I give a challenge? Uh. (laughs) Is that allowed? Okay.
1: No, I well, don't, I'm scared. I don't, I don't is, I've never
0: this. had a double challenge before. I don't want to give Can you save challenge. your challenge
1: for the next episode? I was
0: going to say go out and embarrass yourself and don't oh. care. <laughs> I feel like that's bad advice. Go out, dress up your favorite cardboard cutouts. Doesn't matter who it is. Um, Chris Evans. Um, don't Edward. go out. This
1: is quarantine. You're supposed ah. to stay inside. Okay,
0: put them in your windows. <laughs> Dress them up as the Easter bunny. What's the next holiday? Mother's Uh, Day.
1: Memorial Day.
0: Oh. (laughs) Okay. Dress them up patriotically and put them in your yard. There you go. Challenge that.